0: It's a ride in the wayback machine with Coach K on Locked on ACC right now.
1: Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings.
0: Good day, loyal subjects. This is Locked on ACC. It is Wednesday, June 10th, 2020. I am Brian Wilmer. I'm your host. I am from FB Schedules and College Hoops Digest. So glad you're here. Today's show brought to you by rockauto.com, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. We have an interesting bit of news going on around the world, actually a couple of interesting bits of news, and they all center around the same thing. You probably saw Duke Vice President and Director of Athletics Kevin White in his comment on the name, image, and likeness legislation. I wanted to read that comment to you. And we'll talk about why he says as a former Olympic sport coach and as the director of athletics at a number of NCAA institutions, I am deeply concerned about the potential consequences of legislation permitting student athletes to profit from the use of their name, image, and likeness. First of all, let me say that I got into college athletics because of my unadulterated admiration and affection for the young women and men who represent our colleges and universities. And it's been my honor to work with them and for them for more than 45 years. Moreover, as a member of the U.S. OPC board and chair of its college advisory council, my passion is the continued advancement of Olympic sports, especially at the collegiate level. Along with my colleague and friend Bubba Cunningham of the University of North Carolina, I'm concerned about potential complications attendant upon the actual implementation of NIL legislation. How will it impact recruiting? Will it create a wide-open marketplace in which institutions solicit businesses or boosters to offer ever-escalating endorsement deals to a star high school quarterback or point guard? Will resources from equipment, apparel, and shoe companies be redirected to a relatively few individuals rather than being shared equally among the lesser-known but no less valuable Olympic sports? How will it affect a locker room in which the vast majority of student-athletes go uncompensated? These are but a few of the questions for which we currently have no answers. Bubba and I are concerned about the potential for abuse of NIL legislation. You can dismiss our concerns as those of athletics directors eager to preserve the status quo. Much harder to dismiss is the voice of the student-athletes themselves. The NCAA Student-Athlete Advisory Committee, made up entirely of undergraduate athletes, has expressed its concern that there are a plethora of potential unintended consequences to permitting the use of NIL. Among them, they identify unfair recruiting and competitive advantages, difficulty monitoring compensation and ethics, unequal treatment of female athletes, and exploiting of athletes. These are the legitimate issues raised by the athletes themselves. This is their voice. It should be heard. That from Duke Vice President and Director of Athletics, Kevin White. There's also quite a bit going on around the Zion Williamson case and the Duke case this morning. Uh, We won't go into that just because there's far too much to discover, but I'm sure there'll be a lot more on that in the coming days. I wanted to share with you, we've already on this show revisited the 2018 Operation Basketball because we heard from Tony Bennett. And it was kind of interesting because of the way he laid out what the season was going to look like in his mind, what he hoped for from the season. I wanted to take you back to Mike Krzyzewski from that same Operation Basketball because he talked with us about a number of these subjects and how he saw them then. He talked about the Lamont Evans situation indirectly, which you saw that kind of come to a head this week with Oklahoma State's probation. He talked about the NCAA and how they're laid out. There are a number of interesting little tidbits hidden within this conversation, and I'll leave it up to you to decipher them as you wish. So let's go ahead while we're on this kind of way back tip and hop in the DeLorean. Let's go back to 2018's Operation Basketball, the last full season of basketball the ACC played. Here's Duke coach Mike Krzyzewski.
1: So do you want me to start with anything, or what do you uh, want? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> you probably know what. Did you just see that the three... I just saw, I just... Yeah, actually, I've been doing Operation Basketball.
0: Yeah. So. They were just found guilty, the, yeah. the three, uh, Jimmy Addo, uh, Christian Dawkins, and Roll what, What's your... Initial reaction? Just
1: uh, like a little bit of time to digest it, you know, and uh, figure out what it means for our sport. You know, uh, I would think that it means something good for our sport, but I'd like to digest that a little bit more. So uh, instead of just saying blip, I would say blip on a radar. So I want to make sure I do that better this time, next time around.
0: To see some sort of accountability held. For people who do break the rules uh, I mean, well we I should, think we anybody who
1: breaks the rules in any aspect of our society would have you would like to see them held accountable so uh, if the, that jury found them guilty of breaking rules then they should be held accountable but yeah you know, that's uh, that's why we have a jury system and that's and, uh, good I mean I think it's good it's always good when someone does something wrong, they're found out and they're held accountable for it.
0: Getting into this season, um, the season, you know, the you have once again a young squad. How do you a lot of a lot of young talent?
1: No, lot, you, yeah, we got a lot of you, talent. How
0: do you uh, how do you make them all gel so, so quickly? Well,
1: yeah, we'll see if they gel so quickly. And uh, how do you do it? I think one by having good kids. You know, these are uh, we have really good kids. We had the benefit of having a canadian trip you know the once every four years you can go and that helped us build a lot of chemistry with our upper class and our and our freshmen even though two two of the freshmen weren't allowed to play it gave actually two kids jabbing the laurier and jack white an opportunity to play even more minutes and they took advantage of it you know they actually become very good but they they were all. They were close right away, but they got closer, and you know, it's like on the trip when you they're eating at different tables. They weren't. They weren't just the freshmen, or the juniors were here. They were all together when they're walking around, and that's how they've been the whole time. So, that's on them, and you know, you can build on that when, when that is naturally happening. That's that's very good.
0: Do you need another Quinn Cook to make them all kind of come together.
1: Uh, we don't have any. Although I'll tell you what, uh, Javin and Jack have been good leaders, but uh, not as good as Quinn, not as good as Quinn. But you know, we can get some leadership from the freshman class because uh, you know, like in RJ, he's been he's experienced. He's been on national teams, and and he also uh, and Trey has been exposed to his brother. They're a little bit older in in that in that regard. So. Uh, But I like my group. I like them a lot. With
0: your role as USA Basketball and and just kind of almost being like an unofficial spokesperson for basketball in this country, how important is it for you to make sure that this underbelly of basketball is exposed and outed?
1: Well, I think, you know, what's the avenue to do it? In other words, no, really, That my question to all of you would be... uh, How would you you, do it? Let me finish. All right. It's like when I, I'll give an example of a practice. and you know one of my players say Trey Jones says, "Let's go! And he's really yelling in air. when he really wants to, he's not sure of what you're doing, and he wants you to let's go. So he directs his comment and it's specific. All of us here, you know, every coach here can talk about the game, but then where does it go? What, what action steps are taken from any suggestions that you might have? And that process is not a, a clear one in our sport because it's not organized in such a fashion. Who runs college basketball? Can you tell me?
0: I would say... As much as Mark Emmert tries to, he probably does.
1: Mark Emmert doesn't run college basketball. You know, Mark Emmert is the president of, of the NCAA. NCAA yeah. So there, you can't give me a name, True. and that's a problem because there's no pinpoint responsibility, there's no leadership, so it's run by committee. And so you can't have a billion-dollar industry run by committee and have it keep up to date with all the things that can occur within that industry and from outside competition, which the NBA is, and it's great, but it is. And, and we are react totally reactionary to the NBA totally. And then in situations like what just happened here, it wasn't, uh, it was a court of law, not something that was done with the NCAA. Like what powers uh, do the organization that's supposed to be responsible for our sport have in making sure our sport is done properly. So I have no problem with speaking up and what's the forum for it? Is is this the forum? That, that's cool. But I'm not sure that that's going to lead to anything. But if there was a a way of incorporating the people who are very knowledgeable about the game, care about the game, in a, in an organization and a structure where you can take thoughts into action. And and look, I'm sorry, we don't have that. I've been working for 40 over 40 years doing it, and uh, we don't we don't have that. And uh, so. Yeah, again, when I said that thing about blip, basically, and I apologize if it was taken the wrong way, but it was at my opening day press conference and I was talking about my team and I didn't want the entire press conference to be about something that I don't really know completely about. So I should have said a blip on the radar of college basketball. I'm a military person, if I'm sure you all know, right? And that's a bad thing. Obviously, it's a bad thing because they just found these people guilty. Now, is it what's happening everywhere? I, I don't think so. And in the world that I'm, I'm competing in, it doesn't happen to me. So, if you want me to say something, or someone wants me to say something, that it's happening everywhere. Why would I say that if I'm, I don't believe it's happening everywhere. That's not me being naive. If someone who is saying it says we're naive or me and Roy are naive, then be strong enough if you know more about it than you say All I'm saying is I don't lose guys because of someone cheap. That's true. I can tell you specifically from what I know that's not what happens. Does it mean that I think there's, there could be something else wrong in the sport? There's something wrong in your business too there's something wrong and because it's human beings are involved so if we could create a forum where that could be done look I'm all there this sport has been great to me I've been in it for 44 years and 11 years with uh, in in that time with us I'm all in yeah I'm all I'm all in and uh, but I what am I all in where am I all in that's you know so it's to be quite frank with you, it's, it's kind of frustrating, mm-hmm. and, uh, and but and that's, that's, where, that's what it is.
0: Some interesting commentary there from Duke coach Mike Krzyzewski from his comments to us, the assembled media throng at the 2018 Operation Basketball. The, the big takeaway from that segment to me was just that he didn't really know who runs the NCAA. And I'm sure there will be some cynicism around that. That's fine. But it is an interesting question and point to ponder. We're just scratching the surface, though. So much more from Coach K coming up on this program. We'll focus most of the program on that conversation with Coach K. It does tie back into what we're talking about here around the world of collegiate athletics. Before we get to that, though, I want to talk to you about Rock Auto very quickly. I hope that all of you are better at doing things with your car than I am. I am not an auto mechanic. I will freely admit that. But if you are, you could save a lot of money, a lot of time, and a lot of hassle by going to rockauto.com. Rock Auto, a family business that serves auto parts customers, and they've been doing it online for 20 years. You can go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything you need, all the way from engine control modules and brake parts, all the way down to tail lamps, motor oil, And even those little mats for your car floors, if it's for your classic car or for your daily commuter, you can get everything you need in just a few easy clicks, and it's delivered right to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique. It's remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you want. Best of all, the rockauto.com prices are always reliably low, and they're the same for those professionals as they are for the do-it-yourselfers. You don't have to spend twice as much for the same parts, so don't do it. Go to rockauto.com right now. See everything that's available for your car or your truck. When you get to the How Did You Hear About Us box, write in Locked On so that they know we sent you. Again, write in Locked On, L O C K E D, space O N, in the How Did You Hear About Us box. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Continuing along here on Locked on ACC, it is Wednesday, June 10th, 2020. I mentioned we were just scratching the surface of the conversation we had as a media group with Duke coach Mike Krzyzewski at 2018's Operation Basketball. We've already kind of addressed the question of who runs the NCAA. Here's part two of our conversation with Duke coach Mike Krzyzewski from 2018 right here on Locked on ACC. And how do you know that it's not? Right, I understand that. But are
1: you rolling the dice, I guess, with, with a season? You know, you're using some really strong expressions. Rolling the dice?
0: Are you risking something?
1: We're not risking anything. because do you, Are you all not I'm sure you are aware because you do your due diligence of the eligibility center. Okay, It used to be the clearinghouse. Do you know that at least somewhere between 10 to 20 kids each year, are vetted at the highest level, you know, not just our guys, but top guys. You know, three of my freshmen went through that process extensively during the summer and did everything they could to cooperate with the NCAA, including personal records, which I thought was, to be quite frankly, pretty invasive. You know, for where you have to prove your innocence, <laughs> and assu- and guilt is assumed. So, our guys, not just Zion, our guys went through that process. So we feel you know, we feel confident, and uh, and it's too bad that because of some a name being mentioned, that things are written where then that kid is already. Right. Oh, something's wrong with that kid. I think that's a sad state of affairs. But so be it.
0: Do you think the NCAA should look into all the allegations that were brought up? I don't.
1: I'm not going to tell the NCAA what to do. I mean, who would you tell in the NCAA to do that? Nobody.
0: Nobody knows who. No. People. No. I, I mean, Agree. No. Dan Gavin, I guess. He'd be the guy. I, I don't think. Guy. I, I don't think you
1: can follow a trajectory through. What is asked and where it goes, and action that comes up—it's it, it, not run that way. It's a billion-dollar business. It's a billion-dollar business, and again, we have to recognize the uh, the fact that it's a collegiate sport and it's in, in under in the college society. It's in our in our it's on campuses, but it's a billion-dollar business. That runs all the other sports, except for football. You know, all, all the championships and whatever, and it should be run differently. It has to be taken uh, out of the context of the bureaucrat- the bureaucratic, uh, the bureaucratic model it's followed for all of the other sports, which is fine. You know, we're, we're in this. Entre- it's, it's ironic, isn't it? That you know, in that bureaucracy we negotiate in an entrepreneurial way for further you know bigger contracts and stuff like that but then we come back and say no still be this and and kind of, a little bit hypocritical you know to be quite frank with you and and uh and then the kids who are involved in that sport are placed in this uh This environment that it's not really as well defined I think as it should be and uh, to where you know whether they're likeness whether we can start going through the myriad of questions that you all ask and you should ask for these kids and about our sport which do not have answers you know and that's very frustrating and I, I think any of us that have been in the sport and Benefited from the sport as much as I have, and a lot of us have benefited from the sport, we feel frustrated in not giving clear answers. And that's how, I, like, I was really upset that of how I expressed myself at that press conference and how it was conveyed, because that's not who I, that's not what I, you know, that's not what I meant, and certainly that's, I, nothing is frivolous about what we're. What we're doing—it's all serious business, and the most serious business are these kids, and you know that they're treated fairly, and they're in this environment where they get the most, and their families get the most from what the what the sport can can provide. But again, getting back, we're not—we we feel very confident about. On a human
0: level, do you have to talk to him because his name? No, he's, just he's great. A kid. I mean, is he no, he's great,
1: and who we have to talk to a lot were not just him, but not but the parents of all these families because of saying. Why are we doing this? Why are you assuming that we did something wrong? And said, so, "Well, you know, it's a process. It'll, and they cooperate." But do you think that's happened in every sport? You know, and then you can actually, if you want to take, it is it targeting? You know, is it, you know, is it profiling? Yeah, I, I mean, that's something, if I were you, I'd be, yeah. I mean, it could It could be perceived that way. And because it's not done for everybody. You know, why aren't you looking into the records of the field hockey player, you know, the soccer player, the baseball Why? You know, so, uh, Look, I think these families, and it's not just our, our school. It's a number of schools. We do it because it's, you know, let's just get it over with. Let's get it beyond us. And then also, like in this situation, we can say we don't know that that's going to happen, but we can say, well, we have done our due diligence. I mean, there are people who say, well, no one's going to ask anything about Dude because of Coach K. Well, we do it every summer, man. They ask of us like anything, or they're not, and so, but again, how we, you know, how we do this. The whole, the whole, uh, I shouldn't say the whole model, because do we have, can you say what a model is for our sport? You can say the bracket, but I don't think you can say the model, and maybe we should... You know, this is a time for kind of radical change for amateur basketball in our, in, in our sport. And uh, not bad, but it, it's changing from the Rice Commission to the NBA to the G League. to All these, like, the landscape for college basketball, men's college basketball has changed. And uh, we don't have a model. I don't, we don't have a model that we, we should be developing a model and an organization to deal with the entities that impact upon our sport. And uh, the two entities that impact the most outside are the NBA and the Players Association. And we should have uh, great rapport with uh, with Adam and Michelle. And uh, they should have face-to-face relationships with people who run college basketball and you know negotiations are done not done by committee they're done by you know, sometimes there are preemptive things that can be done where we're thinking about this like the latest thing is the G league, the 125,000. look no one you know no one in the NCAA, no one in college we knew about that. We should know about that beforehand so we could say, this is what we think. Or someone say, Mike, what do you think about that? And whether you agree with it, you might put it out the next day. But you would have enough relationship-building protocol, or you know, uh, to ask that because you want there's something in the next thing that you would want to let them. They might, we might tell them something that they need. And, that's how you grow. That's how we should, that's how we should grow, and it's, it's not there. And you know, this G League thing, because I know you're going to ask something about that. Yeah. Like, look, I think it's good to look, keep looking at ways to help kids. That's a long way from happening, you know, yeah, because you don't know how you're going to allocate players. You know, All I know is if you're with the Knicks and you're with the Celtics and I'm really good and I go with you, and let's assume that I'm just make me feel good today (laughs) Uh, and you train me the entire time I go in the draft and you draft me they don't want to do that I don't think they want to do that but are they doing it as a preemptive strike in case they don't want to do 2022 you know in other words well, we are already trying trying to do that because in reality if I'm an owner I'm not sure I want to change what's happening right now you know, the, the if I'm the NBA I want to see in whatever whatever medium it is a young uh, a guy go from high school and use the first year so I can evaluate what he does as a person and a player before risking millions of dollars on that person so okay how do we do that yeah, you know, we already have it in place. And for people who say one and done is going to be gone, it's not going to be gone. We're going to have certain players come out of high school if it keeps going in 2022. But don't tell me, you know, Trey Young, who wouldn't have been, would come for one year, he's going to be one and done. One and done's not going away. We're just, we're just adding high school players in this. So it's... It's kind of a conundrum. We're in a quandary here about what, what what's going on.
0: More commentary there from Duke coach Mike Krzyzewski from 2018's Operation Basketball and his comments to those of us assembled in the media there. A lot of provocative talk about amateurism there and the future of amateurism, and he'll get more into that in just a minute. We'll have part three of the conversation with Coach K coming up. First, I wanted to talk to you briefly about Bilt Bar. Built Bar has been with us for a while now. You've come to know the quality of their product and our impression of the people at Built Bar and what their customers think of them. I wanted to, again, remind you about all the different things you can do at BiltBar.com. If you want to try some of these, they have some deals going on right now. If you go to BiltBar.com and order, you can get one box for 15% off, two for 30% off, four or more for 50% off. You can buy a box of your favorite flavor. You can buy a mixed flavor box, which includes two peanut butter bars, two coconut almond bars, two peanut butter brownie bars, a banana nut bread bar, and then one bar each of German chocolate cake, toffee, almond, coconut, banana, mint, brownie, black cherry, salted caramel chocolate, double chocolate mousse, orange, vanilla, and raspberry. You can also build your own box. If you want to have a certain number of certain types of bars, you can do that too. Again, with Built Bar, they are gluten-free, no artificial flavoring, no artificial coloring, no artificial preservatives, no GMO, no wax, no junk. Go to BiltBar.com. Use our promo code on. You can get $10 off your first order along with all the great things that BiltBar.com offers you. If you want to try these, you could save 30% or more just by going to builtbar.com using our promo code on, getting $10 off your first order. This is Locked on ACC. It is June 10th, 2020. I'm Brian Wilmer. This is the third part of our conversation with Duke coach Mike Shashevsky from 2018's Operation Basketball. It's very interesting to go back and listen to Coach K then and compare a lot of his comments from that time to what's going on around the world of college basketball right now. Here again, the conclusion of Duke coach Mike Shashevsky's conversation with us at 2018 Operation Basketball right here. On locked on ACC. So, I, I, at the risk of ever putting words in your mouth, I don't want to. I mean, would you advocate then for some sort of radical leadership shift in who is in charge of college basketball?
1: I'd like to know who is.
0: But, I mean, right, obviously, since there isn't an answer to that, would you advocate yeah, for, for that, that being created absent or meeting in the NCA or something? Well,
1: I think dependent? it has to be under the NCAA umbrella. You know, football still comes closest yeah. and that football does not do any revenue sharing with the NCAA but it, it still add, does its rules, but it's run, and it's only run by 110 or whatever schools and the power conferences, whereas our sport, I think we have 353 now. It, it's, a, it's a little bit different, but, I, I, you know, when, uh, when do you change? You know, when do you change? And it, it, it actually is crying out right now for change. Our sport is crying out. Changes happen, but like for organization and that. Again, and I don't have the answer to that. If if there was a group that was put together, to pro- I'd love to be on that group. I'd give all the time in the world to be on it. And I'm not saying, look, I, I'm not saying I have the answers to it, but I do have a love for the game and some knowledge about it. As and I'm not the only one. And try to figure it out. I would also want to. Have, People, I, I would want friends in the NBA. I would want legal advice. I would want, how do you, how, how can this work? You know, how can it work and benefit the game as we move forward? This thing's going fast now. It, and it wasn't going fast. And all of a sudden we got on, uh, you know, the old walking walking thing at the airport. It's not walking. It's broken. It's gone. <laughs> It's going like this, and and it's getting away from us. I, I think, and and again, then we're in more of a reactionary thing. I'm sorry to talk so much about. Have you it, talked to
0: Emmerd about this? Like, have you given? Do you have any relationship with him that you've told him and other well, people? I know you've been vocal. No, I mean, I look.
1: I, respect, is, I respect. I respect him and yeah. what he's saw. But he, they're not soliciting the Duke basketball coaches' advice on on that. You know, they and they just had a commission on it. And, uh, so what? what I do you think that no, the commission did some really good things. That, what follow up do you have with that? I mean, where does that go? go right. No, you know, I, coach. coach. Yeah. yeah. Um, I talked to the Ferris State coach already. About story for the Detroit Free Press. And they, when they won the D two title, one well, of the first things they talked about was said, "We hope we get that invitation from Coach K." So uh, yeah. Why is that important to you? Why do you enjoy Well, this? for the game, just one of the good things about the game is uh, not that these other things are not good things, but if we solve them, they can be a really good thing. The, uh, I don't know, eight, nine years ago, I just, I saw the Division Two championship on TV, and it was so good, so genuine. And I said, you know, with one of our exhibitions, I wonder if we could, the Division to champion to come. And sometimes they'll bring a lot of the team that won, sometimes not. But it would be a way of celebrating the game. And it would be cool for us to see them continue to celebrate it. And so since every year... That's what we do. One of our two exhibition games has been...
0: How does that happen? The, how does the NCAA, vet, like, how do they say, do they just reach out to your office? And yeah, you yeah, and they this work. This guy, this guy, and is it just yeah. based Again, on I, what? You
1: know, it's probably good to, uh, based on where you were ranked, you know, and uh, it, it, not necessarily like your family situation. Just you're, you're, you're ranking you're, someone's random ranking, Jeff's ranking. McDonald's, you know, like, okay. like the NBA would already say, boy, these these ten kids might be first round, first round lottery right. picks, and they go just kind of the same way you get insurance. Right. Like what qualifies a right. kid for insurance? So I think that's the way they do it. I, I'm not sure, and then they just contact our compliance. So Todd Mesimov. Uh, sets it up, and we actually have the parents fly in, and, and where Todd sits with them, and uh, like, what do you need, and what can we help you with, and then he's an he's an advocate or uh, an interpreter for the parents, and I'm sure each each school does that, and really, it you know it's like they. They provide everything you know, whatever they want, whatever they they want, and uh, and and we're not the only school that no. does it, and uh, and like Zion's not the only kid, you know, uh, all th- the three guys Trey did not, they may have done something telephonically with the with the mother. And but you know giving.
0: you know how things work with them. I mean, you might have gone through all of those steps, and if something comes retroactively out of this trial that they deem. Problematic. And they should
1: just look at me. that. Could come back to life. that? How
0: does that?
1: Work? Well, we'll handle that. I, 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 we have no like I have complete confidence in in uh, Zion and his family and uh. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what else to no, say. I just have complete confidence in, and he does too. Like that's why we haven't hidden him. Like we had to count down to craziness and we didn't say Zion doesn't have any you can't talk to him you can talk to him and uh, did you ever
0: talk to him because that's kind of a thing to find yeah, I a just that I mean I was he se- upset about hearing his name bandied about that way?
1: he kind of he's a different kid he's okay. <laughs> yeah he, he's not going to let anything rain on his parade <laughs> and uh I think kids handle that a lot better than we do but uh but then we're open about it. just like when one uh name was brought up, and that you don't you don't hide anything; you just put it out there. Look, at the really at the end of the day, w- like we would want the truth. what? I mean, and we believe that to be the truth, and everything that we know, that is the truth. Yeah. Again, we can have this theory. Well, you don't know, and we don't. Yeah, you know, we, we don't, and uh, but we feel confident about it.
0: There you have it. The conversation we had with Duke coach Mike Krzyzewski from the 2018 Operation Basketball. Again, a lot of interesting things to get into there. We don't really have time uh, to break down a lot of what he said on the podcast, unfortunately. But when you compare what's going on now around the world of college basketball and the various Oklahoma State situation and the lawsuit around Duke and around Zion and around NCAA and NIL and amateurism, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot to unpack there. So I wanted to present that and allow you the chance to go through that unpacking process of your own. That's been Locked on ACC for Wednesday, June 10th, 2020. As always, you can contact the program via Twitter. We are at Locked on ACC. You can email us Locked on ACC at gmail.com. We would love your thoughts, your input, your voice memos, whatever you want to share with us. You can also tweet me individually. I am at Sports Matters. I would love to hear from you. Also, if you find value in what you hear, please like, rate, follow, share, and subscribe. You can review us however you feel we've earned. You don't have to necessarily give us a five-star just because, but we wouldn't mind. All the word you can get out to your social network is certainly helpful as we continue to grow the program. And while you're doing all that, tell your smart speaker to play the latest episode of Locked On NFL. Support our brethren here at the Locked On Podcast Network. And until we meet again, this has been Locked On ACC. I'm Brian Wilmer. Take care. Love y'all.